A Kryptonian, a dog, and an angry, heartbroken child head out into space on a journey that will shake them to their very core. That is Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. And this is the Comic Book Kaiju Podcast, a comic book discussion podcast. I am one-third of your uh, Comic Book Kaiju team, Trent Justin Vactor, a little under the weather, but I'm very excited. I'm here with another third, Mr. Chris Eaton, Mouth of the South. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, sir. Excellent. Unfortunately, you're under the weather. Other than that, how are you? Uh, besides that, I'm doing very well because I'm talking to my two favorite uh, wrestling fans, Mr. Chris Eaton, and the other, all the way from Planet Mempho, baby, Marcus Seabury <laughs> is on the line. Seabury, how you doing? I'm good, man. What it do, man? Yeah. And might I, I add, <laughs> mercy, daddy. Chris Eaton <laughs> is hustle. Marcus Seabury is flow. So we got, and I'm in. Uh, hustle in flow. All right. But we are here today to talk our November book of the month, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. This month was my pick. Uh, we're actually coming to you a little bit late, uh, December 1st, as we record this. I'm going to try to put this out tonight as well. But this is our November book of the month. So, boys, I wanted to talk about this book because, number one, I am now a Tom King stan. After I went through all of his Batman run, and then I read the vision. Actually, you know what? It was the vision book that really got me into Tom King. But I went through his Mr. Miracle, all of his Batman run. And then when, when I saw that he came out with a Supergirl book, I said, all right, I have to read this. And it did not disappoint. That's why I wanted to talk about it on our book of the month. And I wanted to get each one of your individual experiences with this book first before we talk about the actual content of the book. So let's. Let's go around the room. Let's start off with Mr. Marcus Seabury. How did you first hear about this book? And then we'll talk All about right. what did you think about this book? Full disclosure, I still pick up the little DC Comics coming attraction thingy. Oh, yes. That's in color. They mm -hmm. have my local comic shop. I also pick up the Marvel one. And I get comic shop news every week. I mean, you know, I normally trash the comic. I really I trash all of them once <laughs> I'm done reading them. Yeah. But, but like, I just do that kind of keep it fresh in my mind. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to see. The only Supergirl comic that I actually own is an adaptation of her movie. Mm. Like, I always liked the way they drew her in the 80s. You know, I'm a cute book. On like all that merch. Shout out to Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. With the headband? I mean, well, <laughs> the headband was more common. Ah. Like, like, like for the merch, she would she would just kind of, you know, just had like the long flowing blonde tresses, yes. yes. looking like a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader or something. Yeah, yeah. I had to think about blondes back then. You know. But hey, like no shame. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. But like I just I don't know. I was like, she cool, but you know, mm -hmm. I figured what am I gonna get from a book about her that I can't give it to me? Oh wait, no, no. I'm lying. I think about one issue of Peter David's run. Oh, okay. But that was like about this. So I was just like, yeah. But then you were like, Supergirl. And you know, I was like, well, it's your turn. And you know, I'm yeah. trying to 
trying to broaden my horizons, you know. So I was like, you know, I'll just give it a go and like, oh, oh. my gosh. Also, uh, not to cut you off, Seabury, but uh, well wishes out to Peter David and his family. Hopefully he uh, recovers. He's in the hospital currently. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so definitely uh, set yeah. him up for, for, for Peter David. Hope he recovers. Yes. For real, man. It's, it was, it's crazy, man. Like, yeah. like, yo, man, I just lost Kevin Conroy, mm-hmm. man. Don't this, do that. This whole year has been pretty bad for comic creators in general, um, as far as people that are passing, so... Hopefully, Peter David will not be amongst the names of twenty that twenty twenty two has claimed. No. Lost Batman and the Green Ranger in the same month. Oh yeah, Damn. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, don't go to the Rainbow Bridge, Peter. <laughs> Valhalla is well, actually, actually, no, Valhalla is not overrated. It seems kind of awesome, <laughs> <laughs> but still, <laughs> don't go, Peter. Yes, but. Yeah, man, like I said, you know, I kind of came in blank slate, no expectations, you know, just like, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to need some more Tom King in my life. Yes. And actually, after this, I would also recommend the Superman book that he did, which was a Walmart exclusive. Um, I have heard fantastic things. We actually had a guest on a previous episode that said it's his favorite superman book of all time um and that is including all-star superman so definitely we want to give oh, wow. Tom king his flowers uh while he's still here mr chris eaton yeah how did you come across this book supergirl woman of tomorrow uh, you man uh i honestly and this is no shade to the character or the writer i wouldn't have read i wouldn't have known about this mm. this wouldn't have been on my radar okay honestly um I don't know, like, obviously, I know the character of Supergirl. I know the lore. I'm aware. I, I've i never read a Supergirl story. Ah, yes. Oh, so you read that, that Superman-Batman run um, by Jeff Loeb when he, he brought her back. This is pre-New 52. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I read that. <laughs> I really like that that story. I, I didn't read that. I'll have to check okay. that out. But yes. so I hadn't... I, Obviously, I'm, I was aware of the premise of the character mm-hmm. and, and the history of the character, yes. but I hadn't read any of the actual stories. And, uh, man, you, not to bury the lead, but you picked the right, you let the right one in. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, I, I can't say enough. First of all, between um, between his Batman stuff, which I have read some of, and um and this man yes. tom king's up there for me now man i for sure yeah we're going to talk about supergirl but i got to also praise everything tom king does you in particular mr eaton knowing your sensibilities you will love his both his vision and mr miracle books both of those okay. are fantastic and they I'll get sure into that grant morrison territory of okay. working on multiple levels right um just being an intellectual comic. Seabury, have you read either of those? I think I bought like the first issue okay. of that Vision comic to review. And I think I might have bought when I, I don't think I bought any of his Mr. Miracle. Now I okay. kept hearing about it. Yes. And I was like, I'll get it in trade <laughs> one day. Yeah. I didn't. 
a hundred percent I recommend. Um, and also, real quick, before we get to Supergirl, we I promise you, audience, we will talk about Supergirl. The Superman book I just looked it up is Up in the Sky. That's the name of the Walmart okay. exclusive book that he did. It was uh Tom King and Andy Kubert, and it was a six issue nice. special edition. And that was a recommendation by Brandon Ingram, who uh, is the dismay comics guy um, so that was a, a great episode check that one out issue 30 of our podcast um but let's get into we'll say this before we before we get yes. into it vector so you guys have both known me for uh quite a while now mm -hmm. over 10 years yes um one of my favorite comic stories is coyote gospel from the animal yes. animal man grant morrison run yes uh one of my favorite stories is e is for extinction from the morrison x-men or pretty much all of Jason Aaron's Wolverine and the X-Men, mm. all of Hickman's nice. uh, Fantastic Four. This is up there for me. Nice. nice. This is on that. This is in that conversation. Okay, sweet. And I want to say that I'm a fan of the uh, both the Coen brothers and the original. Um, and I'm such a fan that I'm blanking on the name of it right now. Um Oh, True Grit. I'm sorry. True Grit. That is yeah. a fantastic um, film. And this movie is True Grit in Space, where Supergirl is Rooster Cogburn. So if anybody uh -huh. is a fan of True Grit, you're going to love this book. If wow, anybody... that recontextualized the whole thing for me. I, I would not have seen that, but you're right. Yeah, and actually... Oh, uh, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, Tom King said it in an interview. Um, so he, a much smarter man than I uh, put those pieces together and and i once i also like you uh eaten i had it recontextualized for me i said that is fantastic and when i was originally reading this i was reading it an issue uh issue to issue and it was game of thrones at at the beginning especially that first issue i was like oh this i know is what like you mean game of thrones in space but as it goes on i was like oh no no this is true grit in space so I think it works on on both of those as allegories and kind of different ways. And I got to say, shout out to uh, Bill Keese, Evely. Her art, yeah. in this, yes. this is the first time I've seen her art, and she knocked it out of the park. Uh, yes. Fantastic from start to finish. And this is one of those, it's a, it's a book that because it's kind of self-contained and eight issues, we have one artist all the way through. I'm kind of getting to that point where I I'm reading the Nightwing book right now and they have to switch artists every now and then. And when it's not um, Bruno Redondo, I'm like, dang it. I wish they could just for, for posterity's sake, just to have this as a collection. I wish Bruno was able to do it. Uh, but I understand monthly comics and I understand things like that, but going to this, it's like, Oh, this is one art team. This is one vision and creation. So I'm I'm very happy that this is not an ongoing, um, but I loved it um, from start to finish. As it was coming out in issue form, I was trying to tell people about it and say, man, this is really fantastic. There's some great stuff. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm a Tom King stan now. It's like whatever he puts out, I'm going to be reading it and I'm going to be yeah. most likely enjoying it. So I'm glad that both of you um, enjoyed the book. Let's eat and let's get into some of your coyote gospel ish uh things about this what specifically stood out to you about woman of tomorrow well i want to say that first of all uh if any of you listeners watchers 
haven't read Coyote Gospel, which is yes. one of it's a yes. single issue in Grant Morrison's Animal Man run from the yes. 80s. Do that. Um, this is this story is nothing like Coyote Gospel, but I my reverence for this story equals that, yeah. which is a lot to say from my comic fandom. But um, so there's a few things that really struck out to me here. First of all, uh, you said Bilquis Everly, the the artist. Yes. Just a hypnotizing uh, like way she draws figures like people. Mm -hmm. uh, or humanoids like it's it's so like i don't know it's it's other obviously otherworldly because it's aliens but like mm -hmm. um eyes are very important in this story yes and and nobody draws eyes like like this person mm. at all um uh i also this seems to be someone with a lot of different art influences because uh i'm reading through um first of all even if you don't read this if you're just looking at the pictures this is a fun book mm -hmm. um i pick up a lot of uh influence of like monty python mm. uh, believe it or not um a lot of uh i don't know if you guys uh know the person by name but uh yoshitaka amino um, oh yeah 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 i do yeah the uh did uh did sandman the dream hunters uh Ooh. does the cover art logos for the final fantasy games ah. um uh fantastic artist i get a lot of that from from this person's art as well nice um and if you if if you look at some comparisons going back and forth you'll you'll see what i mean um and the last one i get and probably the biggest one and i, I think there's also there's a couple of pages that are very jack kirby mm, yes yes um, Mm -hmm. And uh, and the biggest influence I think, and I'm prob I, I'm probably not wrong on this is Mobius. Ah yes, yeah yeah, I see it. Definitely Mobius influence. So I love that this person has, this artist has has gone into their bag mm -hmm. and pulled out all these various very different, um, you know, like I love the scene in the bus, the space bus. Yeah. Cause, yeah, cause yeah. it's the cantina scene. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like remember when sci-fi was weird, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's yeah. what that was. Oh, it's so good. Um, just real quick, a question. Um, when you were reading Supergirl's dialogue in this book, who mm -hmm. did you guys hear in your head? Hmm. I don't if think there I was had, somebody. Yeah, I don't think I had a specific person in Me mind. Me neither. For some reason, and I it has nothing to do with how Supergirl was drawn or anything. Uh Kaylee Kowoko. Oh wow. Not not doing a Harley voice, but like just <laughs> her voice. Right. For some reason is the voice that that come through to me. I don't know why. Huh. But but yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe read it that. with those filters on and see what you think again. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, this this book is masterful storytelling yes. um perfect sci-fi yes it's been so long since i've seen a superhero story actually be sci-fi mm. and this is a pure science fiction revenge story right mm -hmm. which ends up being a redemption story mm -hmm. and this thing this thing takes you on an emotional ride there i, I there were times i got emotional reading this book honestly nice. um there were times where I was just in in for the action because there's great action scenes, mm -hmm. 
I've never wanted somebody to die more than Krim of, uh, <laughs> of the Yellow Hills, like in my entire time reading comics. Mm. And uh, the ending, no spoilers, is hilarious. <laughs> yes, it is hilarious. Um, I-, I could I could talk for an hour and a half about <laughs> this about this book. Um, ten out of ten, we'll read again. Yeah, excellent. I'm very happy to hear that. Also, um, before we get to Seabrace thoughts. Shout out to Mateus Lopez on the colors and Clayton Cowles on the letters. Uh, oh, doing also. doing God's work on that yes. stuff for sure. Mr. Seabury, what do you think overall about Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow? It's really good. It was completely unexpected because, like, I don't really read a lot of outer space Supergirl stories. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, like, you know, she was kind of nerfed a little bit, you know, being on different words, you know, was world right. with a red sun, world mm-hmm. with a green sun, which, which I guess was kryptonite. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, but like, I thought it was important for the story. Right. And it also made you appreciate the moments when she was like full power and she could just handle somebody. But also you could see like, even, you know, when her power was limited, she's still super girl. Yes. She's still brave. She's right. still daring. And like, I don't know, like, I've kind of, you know, grown up, I guess, from cartoons and stuff with kind of like the, you know, plucky, you know, tough kind of goody two shoes, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Like this the Justice good. League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was cool to see a Supergirl with like a bit of an edge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, like she mm-hmm. was using profanity and I was like, <laughs> Okay, yeah. like it was, it was just a really good and unexpected story because, like I said, man, it's probably the most continuous issues of any Supergirl anything that I've read in my life for sure. Yeah, you know, and and I was just like, man, it's worse. And 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 yes, I wanted Krim to die so <laughs> bad. I was like, I was like, I was like. They gotta get this dude, man. <laughs> he is, you know, right. you know, it was like that song you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Like right. you really are a heel. Yeah. It, it was like I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody you else. Hate, <laughs> <laughs> hate, 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 hate. Hate, 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 yeah. hate. hate. <laughs> I I think Seabury makes a fantastic point here, and I think Eaton as well. This is my mantra for this podcast, there are no bad characters, only bad writers. And any great writer can make you like a character that either you never had any reverence for or you never expected to like. And Tom King does it right here with Supergirl. And there's a lot of Kal-El-esque qualities of hope and inspiration and, and wanting to, you know, like Seabury said, you strip away the powers. Kal-El is still a good person. And she's also still a good person so it's like that for me you get that core essence of the character and why that character is cool I'm laughing also, because uh because cal uh, el superman kind of gets buried uh, a little bit oh yeah uh, by by supergirl and it's uh-huh. hilarious <laughs> yeah there's i mean there's great moments with the super horse like that's 
Yes, Another yes, comet. I was yeah. glad to see like, comet in this. Remember when remember when sci-fi was weird? Because like <laughs> what happens with comet, you know what I mean? And it right. happens off like panel, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> the history of the super characters, the super family is mm-hmm. always interesting to me because you had those wacky 60s, uh 50s, 60s era characters where it was all right, there's a super horse, there's a super cat, there's a super dog, there's, and we see crypto in this book as well. Uh, there's a super monkey, you know, and those mm-hmm. weird zany elements. And I love when they are able to take those crazy mm-hmm. sci fi goofiness that we all grew up thinking were corny and, oh, I don't know, that's my dad's comics. But these characters, these writers now, these uh, creators now are able to flip it. And, and you treat think them about, seriously. Right. Grant Morrison was fantastic for that on the Batman run and the Batman of Zurin R and um the the Batmite stuff, like all of that stuff, which by the way, if you guys are not reading Chip Zadarsky's current run on Batman, he is doing a Batman Zurin R year one, and it is fantastic. Okay. Um, so definitely check that out. But I love it when characters are able to do that. That was something that, that Morrison run for me solidified itself as like one of my all-time favorites because he was able to do that the black case book where you know just all the weird crazy stuff yes that's canon that happened and this is you know this is the serious take on it or this is the realistic take on it so i love all that stuff so i was glad to see like seabury said the the super horse in this one so what are you what are some of you guys's uh favorite moments in this book i'm curious well, I loved every planet that they went to and every issue was a new adventure. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, where are they going to go next? Like they have this overarching storyline, the revenge, get, you know, get Carter, like that thing. But right. then each planet that they go to is different and the different people that they experience and, and come across. And I think my single favorite moment, Eaton, this might be, one that uh you were mentioning the Jack Kirby esque where the giant is pummeling on Supergirl. Yeah. And he's like, You are small, I am large, it will hurt. But he's taking out his frustration and then he starts crying. He breaks down and then she gives him a hug and the emotions of the moment mm-hmm. um just come out. That was I think my favorite singular moment of the book. Yeah. What about you, C Barry? Uh-huh. Man, I'm trying to see, man. Like, cause <laughs> there's I so just, many like, good moments. Yeah, man, like I just, I just read it all in one sitting, man. Like, Same. um, um, and that's crazy to me because I was reading it issue to issue, and it was like a year of of reading it, and you guys both had that compact experience, so it was kind of, you know, just different. Waiting for the trade versus reading it issue to issue. I kind of like, um, I guess, mild spoiler when you know Krim was tied up and oh yeah, and you know uh, what's the what's the girl's name? Oh shoot, Evie. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, Evie. Right. And she just kind of had a moment because, like, I felt she had grown. I felt you know she she had she had gotten tougher, and she I, was just. I had no idea what was going to happen, and I was like, this could go either way. Yeah, and I felt like she was just handling herself 
so well just in spite of everything that she had gone through, man. And I was like, okay, okay. So she's changed. She is, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a kind of a trial by fire, as they say. She, you know, she is she has gone through the fire. She is, you know, she is kind of tougher now, a little sturdier now. Um, like, yeah, I just I just dug that because, like I said, all this blew me away. I didn't didn't expect to be a interplanetary supergirl story. I didn't expect, you know, the the point of view to kind of be split between her and Evie and just all these things, man. Like I said, I have never read a supergirl story mm-hmm. like that. So just like I said, all of it was new to me and just very, very interesting. Like I'm 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 kind of sad that there wasn't more, man. Mm. Like, I don't know. DC <laughs> frustrates me so much. I'd just be like, what are you doing? This thing is good. Why do you... Well, although that's how it was before they even did the new 52, but that's oh, another yeah. story. We need to have that discussion at some point. What is sure. DC doing right now? And that's across all entertainment platforms, TV, yeah. movies, comics, Um we we will definitely have that conversation, but yeah. For, uh, for me, my favorite on on this book, the reason I brought it up is, is uh, some of those just there's there's two moments. One's a very small moment, and one's just absolutely ridiculous and kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, spoilers: if you haven't read this, you still need to read it because it's hard to believe that what I'm about to say actually happens in a comic. Supergirl uh, gets high <laughs> on illegal space drugs. <laughs> Becomes the Phoenix and fights an electric dragon in space. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> Cause like I just I just love the way they would use the stuff. Like I said, like the red sun, mm-hmm. like you know, red kryptonite. Cause I guess mm-hmm. cause you know, red kryptonite is so random mm. you know, kind of unstable. People right. would just take it and have these crazy visions. But of course, if a Kryptonian takes it, all the wacky random stuff happens to them. And yes, I was like, "Oh, she has flame wings." And she's she's the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did go straight Phoenix, and I was just like, I just thought her house was cool, man. Like I said, I was just. I was into it. I was on the edge of my seat. I just wanted Krim to get it, man. I was like, this dude <laughs> yes. is a bad person. I just, I just love the fact that in a in an age where uh, we we have these long drawn out comic stories, these involved you know plots. There's this one comic that goes, "All right, I'm gonna go take these space drugs and Molly Wop an electric dragon. Let's go!" <laughs> and and it just happens, and it's great. <laughs> yes, and it was just so trippy, and it's just like, cause like. Again, you got to get into uh, Bilkis Evely, man. Like, oh, for sure. Her, like the kind of ethereal or mm-hmm. kind of mystical nature of the way she drew this, yeah. man, right. just like enhanced that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely gonna be looking for more by 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 her. Yeah, a hundred percent. And the future prologue or epilogue in this was fantastic of what happened 
um, <laughs> to everybody, and I I love. See, that kind of made me sad. Though. I love like, the ending. But see, I thought that kind of negated everything we. That was for us, like you're saying for Evie's growth as a character, or her kind of <laughs> yeah. journey. Mm-hmm. My thing is, have you, have, Marcus? Have you ever seen the movie Serenity, the based on the Firefly show? Yeah. Okay. There's a whole thing at the end where uh, the the captain Malcolm Reynolds is talking about, you know, a good man wouldn't do this or that, and then he stabs a guy. He's like, "I'm okay." And then he stabs me. He's like, well, "I'm all right." <laughs> and it, it was like that to me. It mm. was. Uh, for those of you who who don't know what we're talking about, these are spoilers. <laughs> so far ahead in in the in the future, when well, which is the present day of when the story's being narrated, you find out Evie is quite a bit of an older person now, and uh, Krim, uh Let's just say they encounter each other again. And Krim seems to be very contrite about what he did. I, I think he's really had a change of heart, honestly. And <laughs> she just hits him in the face, like or kicks him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and the last page is just him laying there. It, it, and it's not the inference is not that he's dead. He's just like, yep, yeah, yeah, I right. deserve that. <laughs> oh, it's great. I laughed so hard. Yeah, that was my. Uh interpretation of it as well yeah i love this book yeah from start to finish and i think again it's just another feather in tom king's cap mm-hmm. it's he's up there for my my favorite current creators that are creating right now and he's one of those guys that all i have to do is see that his name is involved and i will immediately read that book um so High, highest praise as possible on Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow from, I think I can speak for everyone on the podcast. I think this is one of our, we, you know, when you have like um, a, com, um, a comic book kaiju hall of fame or something, we need to have like our favorite books of all time. It's in that. Yeah, we need to have something yeah, like that. Yeah, whatever it is, it's in that. Like, uh, <laughs> yo. Tom King and Becca Zeveli, you the real MVP. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. Another, I've, been, I've been reading comics for nearly 30 years. Actually, more than 30 years. This is a top 10 story for me. Yeah. yeah and this book also, I, I forgot to mention it earlier when I was talking about both of the, the, two, the two Tom King books that, you know, I'm forever tying to his name are the Mr. Miracle and the Vision books. Um, I think those are masterpieces and you, what you get from those, I know you guys haven't read those, but you'll see it in the Supergirl. Tom King likes trauma. He likes, he likes his characters to go through bad things. And you're going to see that, man, I'm kind of excited for both of you to read each of those books because it's like, those are on that, that list of the annals of the best comics of all time. So I can't wait for you to each of you to get to those. But I'll just say there is a common uh, trope that Tom King likes to go through. I don't know if he's working out some stuff, but like I said, he likes trauma. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But you can definitely see it in Supergirl, uh, Woman of Tomorrow Mm -hmm. and all of his uh, all of his work. So 
Tom King, like like Eaton said, you're a real one. A hundred percent. I would like to thank everyone out there. Um, oh, but actually, before I do, did you guys have any closing thoughts that you did not get out? Did you say it? Did you get everything well, out that you wanted to get out? I'm just say this. It's probably unlike any Supergirl story you've read yes. before. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what makes it awesome. And it's like, you just got to strap in, man. Go on the ride. It's a journey, man. Yes. This is a it's space a... western. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. If, uh, if you read it this year, it'll be the best thing you read this year. If you read it next year, it'll be the best thing you read next year. <laughs> and so on. Yeah. And actually, speaking of space westerns, Firefly is my favorite television show of all time. So I just wanted to put that it's out. one of mine for sure. All right, my friends. Well, I'd like to thank you very much. If you wanted to check out Supergirl, if you if our thoughts have influenced you at all, we do have a link in our show notes um, to where you can purchase Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow and maybe share your thoughts with us in the comments section if you're watching on YouTube or if you're on the audio version, you can leave us a comment. Actually, you know what's cool about our audio version? On Anchor, all of our audience can leave us voicemails, and we can play them on the show. So if you ever have a comic that you want us to review, or if you had one that you had a you know, a visceral reaction to and you wanted to talk about it, leave us a voicemail on our Anchor app. Um, it's very easy and simple to leave it just from your microphone on your phone. And we could play it. That It creates a little audio file. You could play it right on the podcast. So 100%, we'd like to thank everyone out there for listening. Um, I think, Mr. Eaton, are you next? Are you the December pick? I believe so. Okay, yeah. And I've already got it if you want me to put it out there yeah, now. Yeah, let's, let's get our listeners ready. What's, well, what's the next pick? This December, uh, we're going to be taking a little trip to uh, the future. Uh, a grim future, a dark Marty. future. We're gonna be reading the last Ronin. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, excellent. That is. I read the first issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, and Tom Waltz. Um, so yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Last Ronin will be our pick for December. Um, and I will start to leave the links in the show notes. You can get ready before we talk about it. So we'd like to thank you very much for joining us. Mr. Chris Eaton and Mr. Marcus Seabury can both be found talking about their favorite wrestling matches on the Kickout Kaiju podcast, our sister podcast. Uh, what's the next match, boys, that you're going to be talking about? The next match is going to be from Progress Wrestling. Ooh. Um it's a tag team ladder match, uh, a great tag team called Aussie Open versus a tag team called the Swords of Essex, uh, which features uh, Will Ospreay, who is currently in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, fantastic oh. match. It's going to be a great watch. Oh, yeah. So definitely check out the Kickout Kaiju. Mr. Seabury can be found on... Where can you be found, Seabury? All right. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to just... Tell, tell it like this uh, on Twitter at Seabury on um, Instagram and TikTok at Marcus Seabury that's M-A-R-K-U-S S-E-A-B-E-R-R-Y 
um, you know, just out there. And uh, also, you know, I've been uh, doing these new comic alerts for yeah. comic book casual. They're they're out there on the social media. So you know, check me out, man. And, and you know, like I always say, any support is appreciated. That's what I'm talking about. So on behalf of Mr. Chris Eaton, Marcus Seabury, myself, Trent Justin Vector, we love comics and you should too. Geeks out.